Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello and welcome to episode number 107 of the Property Magic Podcast, in which I'm going to share with you the number one most important skill that you need to be a successful property investor. So what is that skill? Well, fundamentally, you need to know how to find great property deals. Now, if you don't have time or the energy or knowledge to find deals, you could, of course, pay other people to do it for you. There are people called deal sourcers who find great deals, and you typically pay them a finder's fee of three to £5,000 per deal. Now, why would you pay them that fee? Well, maybe they're giving you a property that's got tens of thousands of pounds off the purchase price, or maybe it's a great return on investment, and actually paying someone else to find deals for you is better than doing no deals at all. Now, I know how to find great deals, but I've paid many people finders fees because they found really good deals that I haven't found. They brought them to my attention and I'd be very happy to pay that fee. In fact, many people make a business out of finding deals for other investors. You know, if you were to find just one deal a month and got an average fee of maybe £4,000, that would be a £48,000 income by selling deals to other people. Two deals a month would be £96,000 a year. And by the way, with the right systems, that can be done very much part-time. Now, you can see why people might become a deal sourcer, but why would they sell deals if they're that good? Well, the reality is when you get good at finding deals, you'll find more deals than you can possibly do yourself. Or maybe they're out of your area, or they don't fit your strategy, or they're too big for you, or too small for you. So therefore, selling deals onto other people can be a great thing to do. So if you don't have time, energy, maybe you can pay someone else to find deals for you. However, I believe that it's best to educate yourself and learn how to find great deals for yourself. Because once you know how to do it, it's not actually that difficult. It's not easy. Finding deals is a challenge. But when you know how to do it, it's not difficult. Now, first of all, we need to know what makes a great deal. And what makes a great deal for you might be different from what makes a great deal for me. But there are some core principles that are certainly true in every great deal. So first of all, if we can find a property where we can buy it below market value and get an instant equity on day one, that's a good start. So let's say a property is worth 300000 and we can buy it for or even 270. That's a 10% discount, which is £30,000 of equity in your pocket from day one. And why is that important? Well, if the market comes down, you've got a little bit of a, an extra buffer there. Or if you want to refinance the property and take your money out, you're going to be able to do it much sooner because you've already got 30k of equity in the property. Now, we can't always buy things below market value. And there are some good times when we might be prepared to pay the full market price. But I'll touch on those later in this episode of the podcast. Also, one other thing to mention here is a mistake I see people make is they think they always need to buy at a discount. Well, Simon said we need to buy from motivated sellers. We need to buy at a discount. And they might see a property advertised for £250,000 online, thinking they need to pay less than the asking price. Well, here's a little secret that you need to be aware of. Sometimes the asking price is already a discounted price. They might have reduced the price or put it on the market for a very quick sale. And so 250 is already a good deal. 
And I've seen investors miss out on really good deals because they get a bit too greedy and they think they need to take more off the price. So this is where understanding your local market, the area in which you're investing in, you need to know what properties are worth. So when a deal comes up, you can see if it's already competitively priced. And by the way, when you see a good deal, you need to move quickly. Successful people are decisive. If you sit around thinking about it, overanalyzing it for too long, there's a very good chance that someone else will come in, realize it's a good deal, and they will beat you to it. So you've got to be decisive. So the first thing is we're looking for property that we can buy, ideally with some equity on day one. The next thing is very important, and this links to my golden rules of investing, golden rule number two, is you've got to buy a property in an area of strong rental demand. Remember, you're renting this property out, you're not living there. You've got to make sure that in the area, there are sufficient numbers of tenants who are prepared to live in that kind of property and pay the rent that you're looking to achieve. Very important to make sure there's a good, strong demand. A tip here is you can check the level of demand by speaking to local letting agents. You can also check the prices that other properties are renting out for by doing some light comparison online. And you want to make sure that ideally you buy in an area where the population is growing more than other areas, which means there'll not only be a strong demand for accommodation, but also rents and values of properties will also increase more than other areas. Number three is we always, always buy a property that makes positive cash flow. If it doesn't put money in your pocket at the end of the month after all the expenses, in my mind, that is not a good investment and you should not buy it. And I know sometimes people say, yes, but I'm buying for capital growth. Well, that's fine if the capital growth happens. We believe that long-term property prices will go up. But what if they don't? You need to make sure you're making money from that property from day one. And also, if something happens to you and your ability to support a property, you don't want a property that you're having to put money into each month because that is a liability that's not an asset. Your property investing should be where you acquire assets that give you cash flow now and long-term potential growth. Number four is we like to look for properties where we can add value. Over the years, I bought a number of properties that have been off-plan, brand new developments. And in a rising market, that can be a good strategy. The biggest problem is when you buy something brand new, you can't add any extra value to it because the developer has already done that for you. Even worse, if you buy a brand new property and put tenants in, Well, after six months, it's no longer a new property and actually there'll be some other newer, shinier properties available for people to move into. And so it's a bit like when you own a car, a brand new car, you drive off the forecourt. As soon as you do that, the value comes down slightly. I'm not suggesting the value of your property comes down, but it's going to take a while for the value to go up and exceed what you've purchased it for. So that's why I don't really like buying new properties. I have in the past and with At the time, it seemed like a good thing to do with the knowledge I had at the time, but my recommendation to you is probably don't do that. Instead, look for older properties where you can add value. And that's one of the benefits of investing in property better than any other investment. If you buy shares or cryptocurrency, you can do nothing to affect the value, unless, of course, you're Elon Musk and buy billions of Bitcoin, but most people, we can't do anything. However, when you invest in property, you can affect the value of that property by adding value to it. And the key is we spend less money on the refurb than the value we add. And that allows us to refinance the property sooner. 
Now, the next thing we look for is if we can get a property where there's a, a small amount of money involved up front. Uh, maybe we're using a creative strategy such as rent to rent or purchase lease options, or we can do a deal where there's not a lot of money left in. So we can buy something where we can buy at a discount and add value, refinance using momentum investing quickly and recycle all of your money so you can go and buy another property. The final thing I like to look for when looking for good deals is a property that gives you a good high return on investment. So as you know, if you've listened to these podcasts in the past, we work out return on investment as the annual profit you make from the property divided by the initial investment required to acquire that property. So it could be the deposit, the legal fees, any extra costs you've had. And then we multiply that answer by 100 to give you a percentage. The higher the percentage, the better the deal. Now, a normal single let property might give you 5 to 7% ROI. In London, that might only be 2 or 3%. And an HMO, for example, might give you a 15% plus return on investment. If you're doing a strategy where you don't have to put a lot of money in up front, such as rent to rent or purchase this option, you know, with a purchase this option, you should be getting 50% ROI and rent to rent, I'd want to get at least 100% ROI. So what that means is it's a measure of how quickly your money comes back to you. A 50% ROI means you get your money back in two years, half of it each year. 100% ROI means you get all your money back in the first year. So the higher the ROI, the better the deal. So these are the criteria we look for when we find good property deals. If we can get an extra day one, we buy in an area of strong rental demand, we know we can make cash flow, we can add value to the property, we can buy it for a small amount of money in or a small amount of money left in, and finally, a good return on investment. Now, if you find a deal that has all of these criteria, you need to move very quickly because it's a great deal. In reality, you won't get all of these factors in the same deal but the more of them you have, the better the deal is. So how do you go about finding these great deals? Well, of course, there are lots of properties available online for sale. You can work with estate agents. You can go to property auctions to find great deals. The biggest problem with that is you're competing with everyone else and sometimes people who are not as well educated as you and they might pay too much for a property. In a booming market, it's frustrating where you work out how much you can pay, you make an offer, someone else comes in and pays more money and maybe they've got more money to spend but maybe they haven't got as much sense and they're paying too much for the property in the first place. But even in a booming market, it's still possible to find great deals if you know how to do it. And the best way to do it is always to work with motivated sellers, people for whom the speed and certainty is more important than the amount of money they get. What that means is these people are flexible on the price and all the terms of the sale. So they might be open to do creative things such as purchase these options, rent to rent or vendor finance, or they might sell the property to you at a discount, giving you the equity locked in on day one. So the key here is to find and help these motivated sellers. And the best way to find them is by going off market. If you go off market, you're looking for properties that are for sale that are not available on the open market, which means you don't have as much competition as everyone else. There are lots of podcasts in this series that talk about motivated sellers and how to pay less for your property. I highly recommend you listen to some of those episodes. 
Now, I only have a limited amount of time each week on the podcast, but I am doing some live online training about how to find great deals in your area. If you'd like to access that training, I'll put a link in the show notes, or you can go to www.dealfindertraining.co.uk. That's www.dealfindertraining.co.uk. And you'll be able to register for that live training with me when I've got a lot more time. I'll explain exactly how do you go about finding these off-market opportunities and how do you persuade the owner to sell their property to you or either at a discounted price or on these favorable terms. And basically, it all comes down to solving the problem that owner has. A motivated seller has got a problem. If you can solve that problem, they're far more likely to give you what you want because you've given them what they want. So that's it for this week. Uh, As always, I encourage you to invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media and I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.